time for Cup of Hope. I am Stephanie Winslow, and I am so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. If you have your cup, grab it and lift up your hands, and let's just ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word. This morning, we are going to enter into God's Word. We're going to sit together um, and ask God to, to touch us, ask God to instruct us and guide us. That is the whole point of coming to the Bible is to know Him um, and then to become more like Him, become more like Christ. And so that requires that we sit and soak, that requires that we meditate on, that we chew over the Word of God, that we take a section or a, a word, a, a scripture, and just let it penetrate us, heart, mind, body, soul, until it becomes who we are. It becomes a part of our way of thinking. It becomes a part of our way of behaving. It becomes a part of our um, intention and understanding, our learning, our wisdom. God's wisdom can become our own. And as you know, if you've been with us, or if this is maybe your first time watching Cup of Hope, um, I'm going to introduce to you the topic for this whole month has been about trust. Trusting that God will do what He is, He says He will do. Trusting in His character. Trusting in the truth. And at the very beginning, we said that trust starts with truth. It starts with knowing that what you have in common or what you're leaning into to offer your trust to the other person is believing the truth of who they are, believing the truth of what they're about, believing the truth of their words and that, that they will follow through, that they will be faithful, that they will be consistent, that they will be whatever it is that you are trusting in them to be. It's understanding truth in the midst of that relationship. With God, we know that in His Word, or we can come to understand through the power of the Holy Spirit, I, I don't want to take for granted that, that just because we read it, that we get it. Um, I believe that the Holy Spirit will work in us, that over time, He gives us eyes to see and ears to hear what He's speaking to us, what He is um, doing in our lives and, and we have the opportunity to come to him and to ask him just that. Lord, give me eyes to see. Give me a heart that understands. Give me a mind that, that comprehends and, um, and just be able to interpret and take what is being spoken, um, not out of context, not from a place that um, isn't in alignment with God's word, or we take out and omit things because we don't particularly appreciate them or we don't want to adjust a certain part of our life to it, but we believe it in its completion. And we believe that every word is God-inspired from the Bible and it's caused and put in there for a very specific purpose, to teach us about God himself, to teach us about our relationship with him, to teach us about His grace and His love, His justice, His mercy, that He is a vengeful God. He will set everything right and the hope that is to come 
for all of eternity when Christ returns. That's a big message that we get, the hope of salvation through Jesus Christ, His birth, His death on, on the cross, the resurrection of His life that gives us the hope for all of our, our eternity. That's what we can find in the Bible. But today I want to specifically talk to you about a topic that probably isn't that, it's not a feeling good topic um, because it's the topic of discipline. And none of us, I'm guessing, particularly like to be disciplined. We don't particularly like to be corrected or rebuked. We don't like to um, know that, you know, have it being brought into our face that we screwed up. We made a mistake. But that is how we grow. That is how we get better. That is how we are moved to a place of, um, of becoming more like God. Proverbs 3, 11 through 12 says, My child, do not reject the Lord's discipline. Do not reject the Lord's discipline. And don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. So why does the Lord correct us? Why does he discipline us? to help steer us back on the path that, of His best. It's because He loves you. He loves you. That is why He corrects you. That is why He, he intervenes in situations. That is why we have a conscience to understand that, that perhaps the choice we made, the words we spoke, there's a, a, a compass in us, an eternal, internal compass that helps guide us in the way that is God's best. And when we you know, get off course, the Holy Spirit can pull us back. But it takes us being willing to sit in His presence. It takes us being willing to hear Him speaking. It takes us getting into the Word so that we can even know if the direction we're going is the right direction or not. We can allow God the opportunity to course correct us, to adjust our life back um, to, to center, to true north, to following after him, that place that he desires for us to be. His word in verse 11 says, don't be upset when he corrects you. I believe this speaks to the posture of our heart when, when we make a mistake. Um, do we try to bury it? Do we try to ignore it and pretend like it didn't happen when we are corrected do we flare up in defense and, and argue and, and excuse our way through the choice or the decision that we make, made? And then we make excuses about continuing to make that same decision. And over time, we grow sort of callous or immune to that wrong choice. It becomes normalized. It becomes just a part of what we do. It's a part of our, our culture. So then we, feel, we all feel okay about it because everyone around us seems to be living their life that way. So why do I have to live different? The reality is that as God's children, He has a different plan for us. That indeed He does call us out of the darkness. And so as we are separated from the darkness, our life doesn't look like the darkness. Our life should be more and more and more transformed into the light. 
as we become more like him, as we spend more time with him, the darkness of our life from being born into the sinful world starts to fade away. And over time, we become more and more bright. And the dark becomes more and more dark. We're separated from the darkness. So yes, there will be plenty of times in our life as we go through this journey with God that He will course correct us. There will be plenty of times for discipline. We will make many, many, many mistakes. But God is right there. A loving Father whom He he delights in us. That is why He chooses to correct us. That is why He chooses to to walk us through discipline. And uh, just as I learned in physics that every action has an equal and opposite reaction, that is the same with every choice, every decision we make in our life. There is a consequence to the decision. It may be a beautiful, good consequence for the following after the ways of God, or the consequence may lead us down a path of destruction and hopelessness and despair. It may cause us to a separation from God, the choices that we make. But that's just it. That one, it's our choice how we choose to live. Two, it's our choice how we respond to the correction of God. We can choose to respond with that, that um, you know, the, the, I, I know better. I'm just going to live my life the way I want. Uh, I'm in charge of me. And yeah, you are in charge of you. And so go ahead, like continue living that path. And let's see where it ends you. Let's see if at the end of your life, if you are well pleased with how things turned out for you because your way was better than God's. I'm grateful that we have an opportunity now in this moment to make a choice to turn the other way, to make a choice to say, God, I'm tempted to live my way, but today I'm putting a stake in the ground and today I'm dedicating this day to your best. So give me eyes to see, Lord, what your best looks like. Give me ears to hear what your voice is speaking to me. Help me be willing to embrace the correction. Help me be willing to embrace the the course correcting that you have for me. Help me to be willing and not be offended by your discipline. If we're offended by discipline, then it's hard for us to move in a different direction. It's hard for us to course correct. Instead, we can just simply embrace. Simply embrace God's love. Simply embrace that He has a great plan for us. Simply embrace that He knows better than we do. And when we choose to respond to God's discipline in a, in a way that is accepting, that's open-hearted, that, that is saying, Lord, I trust in you. I trust who you are. I trust your way. I trust your plan. I trust that you know what's best because you are, there is not a beginning or an end to you. You are last for all of eternity. You have oversight that I cannot see and comprehend right now in this moment. So I'm going to choose today to trust and follow after you. Discipline is for our amendment. 
over the course of this life, we are amended. We are made better. And as we came out of the womb as a sinful human, as we grow up, we make sinful choices, but God comes in, He swoops in with His Spirit, and He gives us the opportunity to live different. He gives us the opportunity to make choices that are going to be for our good and for His glory. It is God's love that calls us to an amended life where we can experience God's best and experience the fruit that has come, comes from living God's best for us. He delights in you. He is worthy of your affection and your attention. He is worthy of you giving your life entirely for Him. Because He loved you, because He did it first, He took the first step toward you. He's pursuing after you, whether you want to believe it or not. He delights to know you. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, you are so good. You are, um, you are so merciful. I thank you that even in your correction and rebuke, God, you do it in a loving way. Father, I pray that you give us a willingness to accept your rebuke, accept your correction, accept your discipline without an attitude of self-righteousness. Lord, I pray that you would give us eyes to see what you are changing in us and how you're molding us and shaping us. Give us ears to hear a, a desire to be more like you. Father God, I pray that we would lay down our pride today and for those areas of our life that we know that you have been nudging us in a different direction, where you've been nudging us and, and trying to course correct us that we've been resistant to. Maybe it's laying down a, a, a behavior. Maybe it's laying down a habit. Maybe it's laying down a word that we're speaking. Um, maybe it's laying down something that we're looking at, a, a show that we're watching, uh, a, a food that we're eating. Lord, whatever it is that you're asking us to give up, a discipline in our life that you're wanting us to enter into. Maybe it's waking up just 10 minutes early and to spend more time with you. Maybe it's journaling, Lord, whatever that discipline is, just a place of solitude with you. Whatever it is, God, I pray that today would be the day that we say enough is enough, no more. I'm putting a stake in the ground. I'm choosing to accept the discipline. I'm choosing for my life to be amended to God's best for me. I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, and that you loved us so much that you don't want us to stay stuck in the old patterns of our life. That you don't want us to stay on the path that leads to destruction, the path that leads to our own demise. But give us a life, a path that leads to life everlasting. I praise you, God, for all of this in Jesus' name. And may you receive the glory, Lord, both now and forever. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. Be blessed, be well. Don't forget, if this message has touched your heart, if any of these messages have touched your heart, share them. Let's get the word out. Um, let's get the word implanted into people's hearts and minds because God's word, when it is sent forth, it will produce fruit. We are promised of that. We are promised of that. So let's go bear some fruit today. 
Be blessed, and I'll talk to you, Lord willing, on Friday. Bye-bye.